I was recently in a store and heard a manager speaking with one of the staff members. The tone of this young manager was so reminiscent of an attitude that I wrote about in an October 2017 blog called Employees Are a Dime a Dozen. And that is when the managers treat employees like they are disposable. And they will actually turn around. In the blog, I actually wrote about how the manager turned around and said, you know, if you don't like it, employees like you are a dime a dozen. You know, aside from the attitude of the manager, there are some really inherent risks to your business when you produce managers and not leaders. And that's what I'm going to be talking about today on Experience Leadership. Welcome to Experience Leadership, a podcast that helps small business owners and entrepreneurs just like you dare to be the exception. Join our host, service expert and master of experiences, Mark Hain, as he uncovers relevant and timely content to help you develop your business so you can take the time to work on your business, not just in your business. Here's your host, Mark Hain. Welcome to this episode of Experience Leadership. This is where small business owners and entrepreneurs pick up core skill sets to help them work on their business, not just in their business. I am your host, service expert and master of experiences. And today I want to be talking to you a little bit about this idea of creating leaders as opposed to creating managers. In previous episodes, you might have heard about this idea that leadership is a choice that leadership is a mindset, not a job. Management, though, is a job. So I want to just take a moment and thank you for being here. As always, you can follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm all over social media. And I also, I'd like really for you to be part of this conversation. So wherever you're consuming this information, if you want to leave me a review, as well as your comments, I'd really, truly appreciate it. As anyone with any experience will tell you, Leading people is really, really hard. You have to adapt your communication style to the personality type of the employee. And you have to be, as a leader, you have to be highly, highly adaptable. You have to shove whatever is critical to you aside while you make the issue your employee is having as important to you as the person is to you. Now, that doesn't mean to say that if you don't like the employee particularly, that it doesn't matter what they have to say. Absolutely not. It's really imperative that you've invested time and attention in hiring this employee, that you give them the time and attention they deserve. And on top of that, no matter what happens, you have to be the picture of decorum and patience throughout the whole transaction. But these are awarenesses and skill one picks up through experience and, and through training. And yet we still promote people who are great performers, not people who are great leaders. And we don't train people to be great leaders. So I'd love to know from you our question of the day. So what was your experience like when you first got promoted to a position of responsibility? I bet you like a lot of them, you had some adjusting to do. I remember my very first role as manager, I was promoted and I felt because really at the end of the day, I felt it was because nobody else wanted the position, but getting promoted, I thought this was going to be easy. I was 17 years old. I was working at McDonald's and I thought, wow, you know, I've, I've been working 
for like three years now with the people. These are my friends. We knew how each other worked. We knew our strengths and weaknesses. They knew me. And I thought this was going to be a cinch. (laughs) I figured my team would support me and my team thought I had their backs. What that meant to each of us, though, was entirely, entirely different. Without any kind of leadership training, I was out there on my own. I went from being a pushover to being an absolute tyrant. As it turned out, as skilled as I was in my job, the one that got me the promotion, I was horrendously unprepared to take on a leadership role. I'd like to take you through what it takes to create leaders as opposed to managers, and we'll get to that right after this. When you're delivering an important speech to a huge audience, it's easy to lose your place or go way over time. Give yourself an advantage with the Pro Speaker Presentation Speech Timer app. No more checking your watch or calling for time. The Pro Speaker Presentation Speech Timer app keeps you on track with easy-to-see timers, even changing color for visual prompts during your speech. And you can set audio cues to practice or set it to vibrate so you don't even have to look. Be the pro you know you are. Download the app at speakerpresentationtimer.com. And welcome back. We're talking about this idea of creating leaders instead of managers. So you have a great performer. You think to yourself, it would be awesome if the rest of the team could do the job like this person does. So you promote her, but then nothing happens. Even worse, you start seeing conflict and performance issues all through her team, including with her. So let's talk about some things that you can do to turn great performers into great leaders. So my very first point is something I think that is so easy to do. It can be a little expensive, but I promise you, if you invest in training those people you promote, you will definitely help not only your business, but you help that person adapt to their role. You'll create less conflict within their teams and you open up the expectations of what it takes to be an effective leader. You recognize this person as a wonderful team member at the very beginning and an excellent contributor to your business. That's why you promoted him or her. So treat them as such. Invest in them and get them trained as leaders, not managers. And here's the outfall. Something really exciting happens when you train people. When you invest in people, they start feeling like they matter. They feel like you care enough about them to make sure that they're successful. The flip side to that is they stay longer and they perform better. (laughs) This is a win-win. And, you know, I've done a lot of kind of studies and research over the last 20 or so years. And what I found is when you train your people, you get that money back in spades. When you train people, the statistic was anywhere between 120 to 300% return on what it cost you to train that person. Think about that for a second. If you send somebody to a seminar for $100, you can expect that that person, you can multiply that by 300%. How cool would that be? If you give them the tools to be able to do their job, they'll perform at a higher standard, they'll be happier in their job, They'll stick around and they will use that knowledge to your benefit. Now, I know that there's some people out there who turn around and go, but Mark, if I train them, they might leave. My response is, hey, if you don't train them, they might stay. (laughs) So 
that is my point number one, is to train them to become leaders and whatever that might look like for you. Check out other episodes of this podcast. I talk a lot about some things about coaching as well as mentorship programs, how powerful mentorship programs can be inside your business. Please go ahead and check them out because I think those things also add super huge value to your new leader as well as create those levels of expectations that you both will learn to deliver on. Point number two, you yourself must walk the talk. You must model the behavior you want from those who are leading your teams. Part of the issue I see in many organizations, even though we may talk a good game, behind closed doors, when crisis hits, we vocalize and we act differently. I've seen it time and time again where managers are in a management meeting or they're behind closed doors or whatever, and I see this talk behind the backs of the team members. And this sets the seeds for disrespect and a devaluation of those people's contribution. I mean, I'm sure if you're in any kind of leadership role, you've heard it yourself. You know, somebody around, you know, two managers talking, why is Sally so stupid? Why can't she make a single decision without dot, dot, dot? Well, if you're talking about the staff like that to your subordinates, to your managers, your floor managers, your supervisors, how will that person treat Sally afterwards? Is it absolutely possible that that person will go to Sally and treat Sally with 100% respect, treat Sally with opportunity, treat Sally with the acknowledgement that she is a valued member of the team? I don't think so. You know, as much as we try our best not to let how we feel about people taint the way we treat them, the fact is we have favorites and we have people who we don't care about and we don't really care for but that's okay. However, you can never, ever, ever show it. So one aspect you are in control of as a owner, as an operator, as a senior manager, when you're dealing with new leaders, you must insist that people get respected as if they're standing in the room with you. It is imperative because when that leader leaves the room, leaves that discussion, leaves that meeting, and goes face-to-face with the staff member you were just talking about, well, they've learned it, that you respect them, they too will respect those employees. I hope this is making sense. You know, I do cover a lot of this in my book, Lights, Camera, Action, Business Operational Excellence Through the Lens of Live Theater. It is part of what we talk about. Lights, Camera, Action is a metaphor for how we run our businesses. Lights being kind of what are the culture that you set Camera is really about what it takes to be camera ready for your customers, and an action is all about service delivery. So feel free to check that out. I will be right back with more on creating leaders, not managers. Every day you perform, maybe not on a stage in front of a captive audience, oh, thank you, thank you, but in your business, whether you know it or not, you are performing. Thinking about your business like you have to go out there and put on a perfect show can help create long-lasting success. And you can find out the secrets how in the new book, Lights, Camera, Action, Business Operational Excellence Through the Lens of Live Theater. Author, speaker, actor, and business coach Mark Hain breaks down how you can craft a solid foundation, rehearse before you ever serve your first customer, and take action to provide an experience worthy of a standing ovation. 
Mark's experience running casinos, restaurants, and hotels, as well as his time in live theater, has been preparing him to help put the spotlight on your business and give it its time to shine. Order his book, Lights, Camera, Action, today at your favorite online store or directly at markhain.com. That's M-A-R-C-H-A-I-N-E.com. Welcome back. I hope that you are getting some gold from this episode today, talking about creating leaders, not managers. We're talking about how it is possible to promote people into leadership roles. Then you are then able to support them, to turn them into the kind of leaders you want them to be within the culture you define. Point number three that I think is really integral is you must evaluate and invest in your own capacity. We're talking about, you know, training leaders, new leaders into roles. A lot of senior managers, a lot of leaders in senior roles, they themselves have not been trained. I mean, you probably listening to this and you're probably going, yeah, I was never trained. I just learned it as I went forward. But as a leader in your business, you have to be able to have the humility to turn around and say, I don't have all the answers. I don't know everything. In fact, if you're a really great manager, you've hired a bunch of people who have knowledge that you have no idea of. And you're supporting them and letting them grow in their capacity so that they can support you better. You have to take on the adage, I won't ask my team to do anything I wouldn't do. So if you would insist that your leaders get trained and that they invest in their capacity, I think it's really integral that, again, walking the talk, you show your team how important being a lifelong learner is. I can't tell you the number of times when people have found out that I've been taking courses and stuff. And they're like, but you're the boss. You know it all. Why do you, you could probably teach the course. <laughs> and there are a lot of reasons why we need to take courses. Our industries change. Trends change. How we adapt to crisis such as, oh, maybe the pandemic. <laughs> Those change. And so we constantly need to be up on what's going on. And then we need to bring that information back to our teams so that we can actually support them. Which brings us to the final point. Be there as a coach and a mentor. Your new leader will face situations they've never had. For you, if you've been a leader for years, a lot of stuff will be common sense to you. Again, one of the things that I hear time and time again from senior managers about their new leaders or the people who are there promoted, is like, this is common sense. How easy can this be? But to somebody who's never, ever done it, it's not common sense. So I strongly recommend that you look into how to become a coach and a mentor to your new leaders. You know, you can create this legacy from your influence. You've promoted this person because of their excellence. You've trained them to become even better leaders. And they know that you have their back. They know that you are the trusted person that they can talk to, that they can confide in, that they can get advice from. How big of an impact do you think you can make in the lives of your new leaders? It's integral and it's powerful. I talked with Nahal Tana in one of my other episodes, and she talks about the power of mentorship. And she talks about all the different people that she's had as mentors and the difference that they make. And you know what? When you have a good mentor, you will never, ever forget their name. You will never, ever forget what they did for you. 
I remember when I was 26 years old, I was just starting up in a new owner-operated quick service restaurant, and I knew that I had a lot of growing to do. Uh, This was new being this close to kind of the owner-operator. I'd always worked in brands where, you know, you're given checklists to do and you just go through them, not really understanding the scope of the business as much as when you're working actually with the owner and you're seeing the challenge of what it takes to run a business. And my mentor was David Bossing, and he was brilliant, and he was patient with me, even though I messed up. (laughs) Boy, did I mess up, but I knew that when I disappointed him, I knew that I had work to do. So really important to go ahead and trust that the person you're with can be taught, can be advised, and that you become the trusted advisor to their development. So just as I was recording this episode, I get an email from a colleague of mine, from a, a good friend, and she talks about how she started working for this new print company, and it was a print company that she had worked at before years ago, and although it's been a few years since she used to work there, the new owner, who was a past employee, bought out the company and took on the ownership of this print company. Well, when she applied, he hired her up in a shot, and then he proceeded to act quite badly. Perfect situation where she did what she thought she had to do. She was fulfilling the expectations that were outlined for her. However, the new owner had different thoughts and lacked the ability to communicate with her what he needed, what she wanted, and what his expectations were. And instead of sitting down with her to kind of hammer them out and kind of get to some understanding, he terminated her. Very, very interesting. My response to her was, you dodged a bullet, because chances are, if this is how bad he is with communication right now, imagine how bad he will be a year from now. If he can't communicate to you as a brand new employee with him, How will he communicate when you are an employee and he has needs? And this is exactly the kind of leader who needs to understand that in order to become a true leader, you have to migrate from being a manager. So again, had the past owner taken time out and worked with him to train him? And had he had the humility to understand that he needed training as a leader? then he could have probably avoided that and ended up with a really good employee who would be on his side. Now he ended up having to turn somebody over. He's left a bad taste in that employee's mouth. And like anything customer related, she's going to tell 10 people how bad her experience was with this guy. So four steps that you need to do in order to make sure that your leader's are on board and being trained as leaders and not being trained as manager. One is you absolutely absolutely need to train your brand new leader. Number two, you must walk the talk. You must be the kind of leader you want this person to be. You need to invest in your own capacity, right? There's that theory, doctor heal thyself, right? You need to work on yourself first before you can become an effective leader to that brand new leader. And lastly, be a coach and a mentor to your new hires. Be a coach and a mentor to the people who you're responsible for. This is the only way that you're really going to get the best out of people. 
I hope this was of value to you. Please go ahead and drop a review wherever you're consuming this. I'd love to find out from you if this made sense and if this was valuable to you. And of course, you know, if you have your own comments, even if you want to push back a bit, why don't you go ahead and share this episode on social media, hashtag it experience leadership and be part of this conversation. Put down what your comments are, put down what you're challenged with, maybe even, and go ahead and share this on social media. Again, the hashtag is experience leadership. As always, my offer stands. If you would like 30 minutes of my time to brainstorm your business with you and your team, feel free to book yourself on my online calendar. The link is in the show notes. It is the one that's marked meetme.so slash Mark Hain. And as always, I am at your service. And if you haven't done so yet, please go ahead and subscribe to this podcast. I'd love for you to be part of my community, part of the people that I am thrilled to bring this kind of content to each and every week. My name is Mark Hain. I hope you stay safe, stay healthy, and dare to be the exception. Thank you for joining us this week on Experience Leadership. Make sure you visit markhain.com where you can subscribe to iTunes or by RSS so you'll never miss a show. Or go directly to markhainlive.com to watch the video edition of this podcast. While you're at it, if you found today's content valuable, please give us a rating on iTunes. Or you can share it and tell your friends all about the show. As Mark says, knowledge is power, but only if you share it. Be sure to tune in each week for the newest episode. Please stay safe, stay healthy, and dare to be the exception.